Great are you, Lord. 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 May you increase up for us to decrease up. May you increase up in all your ways, in all your ways, in all your ways. May you increase up, Father, in our lives. Let us decrease up and let your glory be seen in our lives, oh God. Shout Amen, Amen. Makashatogada. Ooh, masodobodobo. The korodo shabrada. Shadobodobodobo. Lelorodo shakatekete. Oh, what a God. 
Numbers chapter 13, reading from verse 1 to verse 33. Numbers chapter 13, reading from verse 1 through to verse 33. Rebels in the camp of God. Are there rebels in the camp of God? Are there rebels amongst the people under the sound of my voice? I pray if there be a rebel, I declare, oh God, turn and overturn the hearts of all those who are labeled as rebels in our midst. In the mighty name of Jesus, shout yes. Numbers chapter 13, reading from verse 1 through to verse 33. Numbers 13, 1 to 33. Oh, is there any, any other place you would want to be? Is there any other place you would wish to be? Other than the presence of God. I read And the Lord spoke to Moses Saying God bless you my dear Send men to spy out The land of Canaan Which I am giving to the children of Israel From each tribe of their fathers, you shall send a man, everyone a leader among them. Send men to spy out the land of Canaan, which I am giving to the children of Israel. Okay, so God is giving the land of Canaan to the children of Israel. And yet God himself says Send men to spy out the land Why do they need to spy the land? Ah, has God not promised this land to his people? Why are they going to spy the land? Has God not promised you that he will cause you to travel? Why do you need to research and read into it? Has God not asked you that he will give you this man? Why do you need to do background checks? Has God not asked you to be in touch with this man of God? Why do you need to do background checks? Is it important? God himself, who told the people, I will give you the land of Canaan. The Bible said, he, he himself said, send men to spy out the land. <laughs> Does God not know? What information? Hmm. Verse 3. So Moses sent them from the wilderness of Par, according to the command of the Lord. And all the men who were heads of the children of Israel. Verse 4. Now these were their names from the tribe of Ruby. Shamua. These are the names of the men. Shaphat. Caleb. 
igao hushia pauti gabriel gabi amiel sefe nabi giruel were the twelve men that God instructed Moses to send to spy the land. When you are reading the Bible, is it important to read all these names? After all, it's not your story. Would you want your names to be part of the records a day to come? Would you want your name to be a part of the names that matter? Then when you, whenever you are reading the Bible, take time to read the names. Because each name that you see stands for a man that was prominent, a man that was a leader, a man that was needed and relevant in the sight of God. Do not get tired when you are reading names in the Bible. Verse 16. These are the names of the men whom Moses sent to spy out the land. And Moses called Hoshea the son of Nun. Joshua, listen to this carefully. The name Joshua, that we all know that Joshua succeeded Moses. The name Joshua was not given to Joshua by his parents. The name Joshua was given to Joshua by his spiritual father Moses. Because originally his name was Hosea. That stands to reason that the name that your spiritual father gives you is very important. Because that name will go a long way to affect you. When God was calling Joshua, God didn't call his name Hosea. But God called his name Joshua. Because his his spiritual father Moses changed his name from Hosea to Joshua. Listen, do not joke with your spiritual fathers. The names that they give you will be the names that your, your God will call you by. Are you listening? Are we together? Hmm. Follow carefully. Go shut up. And a man that we all know and call his name Peter. His name was not Peter. Originally his name was Simon. The very first day Jesus saw him. The Bible said Jesus said from today you shall be a rock and your name shall be called Peter. And and throughout the rest of the Bible they called his name Peter. Because his spiritual father Jesus changed his name from Simon to Peter. Are we together? The names that your spiritual fathers call you are very important. I prophesy over your life as a spiritual father in the house that if your name is Fenwa, I transform that name to success. If your name is Betrayer, I transform that name. If 
if your name is promised and favor, I pray your name is changing any Simons in the house, you shall be a rock, your name shall be Peter, any Hoshias in the house, I prophesy over your life, your name shall be called Joshua, in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray any tagline over your life, any nickname over your life, anything, any name that they call you with, that is negatively affecting you, I prophesy and transform that name into a name of power, a name of glory, a name of relevance, am I speaking to somebody, you will no longer be barren, you will no longer be barren, you will no longer be unfruitful, you will no longer follow the patterns of your bloodline, I prophesy over your life, as Joshua, as Moses changed the name of Joshua, as Jesus changed the name of Peter, I change your name into fruitfulness, I change your name into abundance, I change your name into blessings, I change your name into the things that come from the heavens in the name of Jesus, come on shout yes. Listen to this. These are the names of the men that Moses sent out to spy out the land. Verse 17. That Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan and said to them, Go up this way into the south and go up to the mountain. Verse 18. And see what the land is like. Even though Moses knew that God had promised them the land, he needed to gather information. Even though Moses knew that God had promised them the land of Canaan, he had to gather information. Even though you you know God has asked you to be a part of this ministry. What information are you gathering? What knowledge are you gathering? Even though you know God has given you this man, what information are you gathering? Even though you know God has given you this woman, what information are you gathering? What knowledge are you putting together? Do not be an ignorant Christian. God has promised you a better life. Yes, but how are you working towards it? What information are you gathering towards having a better life? God promised you that he will take you to a better place. What information are you gathering towards it? And how are you working towards it? Many of us, we only live on the promises of God, but even the promises of God come together with instructions. God said, I will give you the land of Canaan that is filled with, or that overflows with milk and honey. And yet God himself said, send out men to spy out the land. Do you understand? Christians today, we are too lazy. And this is the hard truth. Christians today, we are too lazy. Even men of God today are too lazy. Anointed men are too lazy. Spiritual men and women are too lazy. We are too comfortable. God has given you a ministry. What are you studying? What are you learning? What are you gathering? What information are you putting together? You want to marry that man? What information are you putting together concerning that marriage? What are you learning? What new things are you learning? Or you are just there? Oh, listen to this. Moses said, 
see what the land is like whether the people who dwell in it are strong or weak see whether the people are few or many verse 19 whether the land they dwell in is good or bad listen the man is not taking anything for granted whether the cities they inhabit are like camps or strongholds they know that god has promised them this land but moses is not taking anything for granted he said check to see whether the people in the land are strong or weak check to see whether they are few men many of you you think especially the ministers you know you can preach you know you can prophesy and so you are comfortable when you have a service you are just there when the time comes you just come life you never prepare towards the service you never prepare towards the job you never prepare towards anything else the people under the sound of my voice when you have an interview you just believe in god and you sleep all day and you are expecting god to work a miracle that is not how it works you are an ignorant christian when you do that you must learn to gather information you must learn to reject ignorance you must learn to put up with hard work you must learn to know whether the people you are going to work with are strong or weak you must learn to know whether the people you are going to work with are few or many you must learn to know whether the land God has promised you is good or bad you must learn to gather whether the cities that inhabit that they inhabit are like camps or strongholds you must never take anything for granted share complacency it will kill you oh I know as for prophet Vincent I always listen to him so it's okay if, if I'm not able to join this service or that service is okay. I know him. And so what? Do we not know God? And has he not instructed us to pray every day? You know God so you think you can sleep all day? It's okay. Who told you? <laughs> ignorant Christians. Too many Christians today are ignorant. Verse 20. Moses said, check whether the land is rich or poor. I know God has promised this, but you need to check whether the land is rich or poor. Because sometimes the thing that God has promised is not rich yet. The woman that God has promised is not rich yet. The man God has promised is not rich yet. Even though that man is a promise of God. Even though that child is a promise of God. Even though that job is a promise of God. But you need to check whether it is rich or, or, or poor. Do you understand? You do not take anything for granted. Oh, it's okay. We have prayed enough. It's okay. It's okay. God will do it. God will do it. God will do it. God will do it. We have done our part. What have you done? Check whether there are forests there or not. Be of good courage. Are you confident? Are you courageous? Are you afraid of everything? And bring some of the fruit of the land. Now the time was the season of the first ripe grapes. Verse 21. So they went up, spied out the land from the wilderness of Zain as far as Rehob near the entrance of Hamath. Verse 22. They went up through the south and came to Hebron, Ahinam, Shishiah, Talmiah. The descendants of Anak were there. Now Hebron was built seven years before Zoan in Egypt. Focus that. Listen to me, that's not my focus, so let's move on. Verse 23, Then they came to the valley of Eshcol, and there cut down 
a branch with one cluster of grapes. They carried it between two, the, two of them on a pole. They also brought some of the pomegranates and figs. Verse 24. The place was called the Valley of Eshkol because the cluster, because of the cluster which the men of Israel cut down there. Verse 25. They returned from spying out the land after 40 days. They took a good time to spy out the land. 40 good days, a month, and 10 days. Listen, you are in a rush. Many of us are in a rush. It took them 40 days to spy the land. It took them 40 days to spy the promise. It took them 40 days to analyze the promise. It took them 40 days to pray on it. Listen, sometimes it must take you years to pray on the instruction God has given you. Listen, God told me he wanted me to do full-time ministry, but it took me close to three years praying on it. I said, God, this thing is too heavy for you. God said, believe in me, learn to trust in me. I said, God, I need your strength. It took me nearly three years. God, I cannot do this. It took the people of Israel 40 days to spy the land. You meet a man today you want to marry tomorrow. You meet a man today you want him to be the man of your dreams tomorrow. You meet a woman today you want them to be the woman of your dreams tomorrow. That is not how things work. You meet a man of God today and you want them to love you unconditionally. The following, that is not how it works. That is not how it works. You meet a man today, you want them to relate with you like how they relate with their, their sons and daughters. That is not how it is. It takes time to build relationships. It takes time to build associations. It takes time to check out the promised land. And those of you who take relationships for granted, you take your spiritual fathers for granted. You take your leaders for granted. You take your friends for granted. Be careful. You might lose that chance. Because it takes time to build associations and to build relevant connections. It took them 40 days to spy the land. They could have just walked to any stranger. Oh, how is the city? How is the army? How is this? Shabby investigations. Shabby research. And you want to excel in life. That is not how you excel. You want to do ministry. You must sit down and research. You want to be a business person. You must sit down and research. In anything you want to excel in. You must sit down and research. Verse 25. Sorry, down to verse 27. Then they told him and said. They told Moses and said. We went to the land where you sent us. It truly flows with milk and honey. And this is its fruit. Verse 28. Nevertheless, the people who dwell in the land are strong. The cities are fortified and very large. Moreover, we saw the descendants of Anak there, the giants. Hmm. Some of you, you, are, you do not know how to give feedback. And feedback is very important, especially if you are sent by a leader. Feedbacks 
are very important. Reports are very important because even God, He takes reports every day on our daily lives, on the lives of our spiritual sons and daughters. Every month, He takes reports. Every day, He takes reports. Reports are very important. You do not know how to give feedbacks. You have been sent to do this. You go, you do things anyhow. You come back and come and sit down. You do not give any feedback. Moses sent them. Check whether the land is good. Check whether the people are strong or, or weak. Check whether they live in camps or strongholds. Check these things. Let me let me know the fruitfulness of the ground. Let me know the kind of fruits that grow on the land. Give me these feedback. Feedbacks are very important. Feedbacks do you give to God, to your spiritual fathers, to your leaders, to your partners? What feedbacks do you give? Or you live your life anyhow? You don't give accounts of anything. Oh, it's okay. You just do things. If, if, if it goes well, it's fine. If it doesn't go well, it's, it, it's okay. After all, such is life. There are, there are highs and lows. Listen. They gave Moses a complete and a vivid feedback. Nevertheless, the people who dwell in the land are strong. This is a feedback and that is true. The people we are going to fight against, they are stronger. The battles that lie ahead, they are stronger. The things we need to deal with, they are strong. Many of us will say, I wanted to tell you, but because I didn't want to disappoint you. Listen, I asked you to give me a feedback. What is the feedback you have? What account do you have? Bring back the feedback. I asked for a feedback. Not for an opinion, but for a feedback. Do you understand? If you are going to work successfully in any kind of organization on this earth, whether that organization is secular or spiritual, you must learn how to give accounts. You must learn how to give feedbacks. Verse 29. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south. The Hittites, the Jebusites, the Amorites dwell in the mountains. The Canaanites dwell by the sea along by the banks of the Jordan, verse 30, then Caleb quieted the people before Moses because now they stopped giving feedbacks and they started giving opinions. Moses never asked for the people to describe the people or, or, or the inhabitants of the land. Moses never asked to never ask the people to give accounts of the neighboring cities why are you giving accounts of the neighboring cities have you been asked to give feedbacks on these people do you understand as a leader as a shepherd as a team member you have been asked to do this you have been asked to do that you bring a feedback on what you have been asked to do you do not go around giving unnecessary information the bible said and caleb quieted the people because they stopped giving feedbacks and they started giving opinions listen if you are following somebody if you are under somebody if you are under the shepherding of another person you need to know the things you are asked to do you need to understand the things you are asked to do you must learn to give feedbacks very important you give your opinions when you are asked to give them 
this is very important because this thing that I am saying right now is going to play a very important role in the series I'm, 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 I'm taking you through. Caleb quieted the people before Moses. Shut up. Why are you giving excuses? Shut up. And many of us are offended because other leaders or other colleagues try to quiet us before our leaders or even when our leaders themselves try to quiet us because we are not comfortable with the way they are shutting us. Listen, how do you want your leader to shut you up? And Caleb quieted the people no matter how he, de- how he decided to quiet the people. The Bible doesn't talk about it, but he did it. Let me know whether the people are strong or weak. Let me know the fruits that grow. Let me know this. Let me know this. Why are you telling me about the neighboring towns? Have I asked you for information on that? Caleb said, let us go up at once and take possession for we are well able to overcome them. We are well able. We are well able. We are well able. Listen, sometimes when you listen to the things that people say, you might think you are not equipped to do things. You might think you are not fitting to do things. But sometimes all it takes is for you to shut up for another person to make you realize that we are able to overcome them. It doesn't matter whether we are facing challenges, whether we are facing darknesses, whether we are facing plagues, whether we are facing frogs. No matter what comes our way, Caleb said we are able to overcome them we are able to overcome them the emphasis is on the freaks we are able to overcome listen one of the greatest mistakes a person could make is to get angry because a leader tried to correct them listen to this verse 31 then the men who had gone up with him said, We are not able to go up against the people. For they are stronger than we, Master. We are not able. We are not able. Jai, Caleb, Jai said, We are not able. We are 12 men. And just you alone, you are saying we are able. The other men, the, the 10 of them, the remaining 10 are saying we are not able. Because Caleb and Joshua said we are able. I will get to that later. So the remaining 10 said we are not able. Let us think. Sometimes, eh, strength is not in the numbers. Sometimes, strength is in the spirit. It is not about the, the, the crowd or it's not about where the, the greater number of the people are gathered and what they are saying. Sometimes, the, the opinions of the multitude do not matter. The opinions of the neighbors do not matter. The opinions of the people around you do not matter. What matters is what the spirit is saying. But many of us, have, sometimes we are too focused on the voices of the multitudes because we believe there is strength in the numbers. But sometimes, it is it's not about the numbers it is about the spirit we must learn to let go of the multitude let go of the numbers and focus on the people when you begin to sit down and analyze and calculate the amount of money you have that you are saying you are going to marry it doesn't seem to make any sense when you seem to calculate the money your mom has that you are saying you are going to pay fees and also rent it doesn't seem to make any sense when you calculate the numbers it doesn't seem to add up but sometimes the strength is not in the numbers but the strength is in the spirit the multitude is not always right the multitude is not always right take this for me 
the multitude is not always right. So if God tells you to do something, or your leader tells you to do something, and, and, and everybody else is saying, oh, they stand there, oh, they stand there. I don't understand why this one is doing this. I don't understand why this one is doing this. Listen, you have no idea. Listen to this. Take me to verse 32. And they gave the children of Israel a bad report. Moses asked for a feedback. Moses asked for a report. Just give me the report and move on. But for a report to be bad or to be called as bad in the Bible meant that the people were not only given the facts that they found, but they started to mix up the facts with the opinions. That is a bad report. We saw this, so I don't think we will survive. We saw this, I don't think you do in life. We, we saw this, I don't think this, I, I don't think that, I don't think. Listen, there are too many thinking people around you. Sometimes it, all it takes is to push aside the thinking people in your life and focus on your God. They don't think you are successful. They don't think you can be successful. They don't think you have the money to do this. They don't think the money you'll be able to accomplish these things. They don't think this. There are too many think, thinking people around you. Too many thinking people. E, by now you still don't have the money. Oh, and yeah, it's too late. It's too late. There are too many thinking people around you. Let them go. Somebody shouts, let them go. Let them go. Too many thinking people. Too many thinking people. They gave a bad report. They said. The land through which we have gone as spies is a land that devours its inhabitants, which means that the giants on the land were eating the flesh and drinking the blood of the people. They were killing the people in it and eating them alive. And all the people whom we saw in it are men of great stature. They, we saw giants. We saw giants. We saw giants. Sometimes eh, when you focus on the things you are seeing, you would end up giving bad reports. When you focus on the things you are going through, you will end up giving bad reports. Because even I myself, I go through these things every day. Sometimes when I see the giants that are coming against me, when I see the giants that are coming against me, that are marching towards me, I begin to pronounce bad reports even upon my own self. And God will help me through. I have come to understand that when you focus so much on the things you are seeing, you will end up going against the will of God. Sometimes all it takes is to shut your eyes and open your heart and your mind to the to the spirit of God that He will lead you. That is why the Bible said, "For we do not walk up, we do not walk by 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 sight, but we walk by faith." Because when you decide to walk by the things you are seeing, analyze and calculate. These things will end up neutralizing the things you have towards God, the power and the faith you have in God, because the things we see are able to kill our spirits. The things we see. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. The way I'm seeing it, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes just shut your eyes. The giants are coming. 
but shut your eyes the giants are coming but shut your eyes the money is not coming from anywhere but shut your eyes leave paradox time is moving against you but shut your eyes it seems as though you are left alone but shut your eyes they gave a bad report we saw giants the descendants of Anak from from the giants came from the giants and we were like grasshoppers in our own sight you see this is a very important thing that you cannot miss if you are reading the bible we were like grasshoppers not in the eyes of the giants but in the eyes of ourselves we were like grasshoppers in our own sight you see Sometimes eh, you are not a failure because there is any demon against you, but you yourself, you see yourself as a failure. Sometimes you are not delayed because there is any force working against you, but you see it in your own eyes. I've always said this. Anything you see in your own eyes is always wrong. If you think you are strong in your own eyes, it is wrong. If you think you are weak in your own eyes, the very moment the word own comes in, it is wrong. We were like grasshoppers in our own eyes. We are incapable in our own eyes. We are weak in our own eyes. We are dormant in our own eyes. We are poor in our own eyes. We are struggling in our own eyes. We are incapable in our own eyes. God doesn't see you that way. But that is how you see yourself. That is so sad. That is so sad. We were like grasshoppers in our own eyes. (laughs) And then, so were we in their sight. We never became grasshoppers to them until we started seeing ourselves as grasshoppers and now they started seeing us as grasshoppers the world never thought we were a weak ministry until the people of prayer life started thinking we are weak and now the world saw that indeed they were weak it means that uh, for the devil to see into your mind uh, it takes you yourself uh, to see uh, yourself lonely uh, for the devil uh, to take advantage of what you are seeing uh, in order to see through your own eyes uh, that means that uh, the devil uh, when he looks upon me uh, Vincent Martin, uh, he doesn't see uh, a preacher uh, until I myself uh, see myself as a preacher uh, and the devil begins to see me uh, as a preacher uh, can I break down this for you when the devil sees me he doesn't see me as a titan until I myself I see myself as a titan and the devil now begins to see me as a titan when the devil sees you he doesn't see a weak vessel until you yourself see within yourself that you are weak until the devil is now able
able to see you to be a weak vessel. Listen up. It means that any whisper the devil has ever whispered to you, you already whispered it within yourself. Any voice the devil has ever spoken to you with, you already said it to you within yourself. I don't know how if I am able to break this thing down for you. What I mean to say is your family is not poor, but because you think your family is poor and you are so sure of it, now the devil knows that your family is poor because you already see you, your you and your family as poor in your own eyes. I don't know if I am making any sense right now, but what I mean to say is everything that you ever hear from the devil is something you already said to yourself. So the Bible said, in the cool of the day, as Eve was taking a stroll, all of a sudden, the devil appeared to Eve and spoke to Eve and said, has God said, you shouldn't eat this fruit. Now, the reason the devil was able to say that was because Eve within herself had already said, and had started doubting within her. Surely, has God really said we shouldn't eat this? The devil could only be a replica of an original. It means that that failure version of yourself that you see is a version that you created within yourself. And now the devil decided to use it against you. That issue of lust that you are dealing with, it is a version you created within yourself. And the devil has now decided to use it against you. That weak version of yourself that you see, that is a version that you yourself invented within yourself. And the devil has now decided to use it against you. Many of you think you are struggling, but I came to tell you, you are not struggling. Many of you think you are backsliding, but I came to tell you, you are not backsliding. Until you create that version of yourself, the devil can never use it against you because the devil is powerless. He only comes to play with what you already have. It means that thing you have within is a thing you invented and the devil is using against you. I speak over your life. Any evil shadows, any evil figures, any evil images that you created within yourself, I declare over your life that that thing is diminishing. That image is disappearing. That thing is losing focus. The devil can no longer use it against you. Am I preaching? Am I preaching? Take me to number chapter 14. We only became grasshoppers in the eyes of the giant because we ourselves, we saw ourselves as giants. So we saw ourselves as grasshoppers. And now they saw us as grasshoppers. Hmm. Number chapter 14 verse 1. So all the congregation lifted up their voices and cried and the people wept that night as a result of bad report. It means that any condition in your life that causes you to cry, that condition is a bad report. I am sorry, it doesn't matter what it is, but I declare over your life that condition is disappearing, that condition is leaving you be that condition, is going and never returning because 
Every bad report in your life is cancelled out in the mighty name of Jesus. I repeat, every bad report in your life is cancelled out in Jesus' name. Every bad report in your life is cancelled out in the name of Jesus. I know there is a report that says you cannot flourish, but I came to cut to, to cancel it. I know there is a report that says you will struggle, but I declare it is cancelled out. I pray any report that has been written in the realms of the spirit against you I pray it is cancelled shout cancel and all the children of Israel complain against Moses All the children of Israel complained against Moses and Aaron, and the whole congregation said to them, If only we had died in the land of Egypt, or if only we had died in this wilderness. Verse 3 Why has the Lord brought us to this land to fall by the sword that our wives and children should become victims? Would it not be better for us to return to Egypt? Sometimes God through your man of God will give you an instruction. And then you see difficulties coming, challenges coming, trials coming, temptations coming, and you begin to wonder, ah, is this man of God leading me to my doom? If I had stayed in my Egypt, I wouldn't have gone through this. This man of God. And, and many of us, we've become so angry towards those men of God. We are holding grudges against these men of God because God used them to speak their mind or his mind to us. Some of you, we told you to leave relationships. Some of you, we told you to leave some attitudes, to, to leave some lifestyles. And these things are bringing some difficulties and, and you, you want to blame it on us because you think God used me to speak these things to you and you think it, it would have been better if you had lived that old life. But hear me, somebody. Hear me. Do not, do not go down this path. I will tell you a secret about God that I think some of you do not know. So they said to one another, let us select a leader and return to Egypt. Let us forget about that, that, that group. Let us forget about prayer life. Let us forget about that church. Let us forget about that ministry. Let us forget about that man of God and, 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 and select a leader for ourselves and go back to Egypt. Hey. Rebels in the camp of God. You are selecting a leader for yourself to return back to the place of bondage. Hey. Why? Because you are facing challenges. And you think you are facing these challenges because I spoke the mind of God to you. Listen, do not try. Because of what comes next. Let us select a leader and return back to Egypt. Rebels in the camp of God. Verse 5. Then Moses and Aaron fell on their faces before all the assembly of the congregation of the children of Israel. Verse 6. But Joshua the son of Nun and Caleb the son of Jephunneh 
who were among those who spied out the land the bible said they tore their clothes verse, verse 7 and they they spoke to all the congregation of the children of israel saying the land we pass through to spy out is an exceedingly good land the land we pass through to spy out is an exceedingly good land listen up the vision i saw about your future is an exceedingly good future the dream i saw about you is an exceedingly great vision i know you cannot turn back in the face of difficulties because if you can push through if you can fight through these challenges you shall get to the promised land do not think do not think because of these things you are seeing these giants you are seeing these armies you are seeing these trials you are going through it's a sign that even the man of God has abandoned you my job is to speak the mind of God to you whether it will make you comfortable or make you uncomfortable it is not my place to decide which one is of God sorry it is not my place to decide which one will make you good and make you feel good and make you feel comfortable it is not my job to make you feel comfortable it is my job to tell you what God is asking me to do and to tell you whether you appreciate it or not that is not my place to decide whether I will do this or not it is my job to tell you listen sometimes I might give you uncomfortable prophecies I might give you prophecies that doesn't make you feel good I might give you prophecies that makes you that gives you discomfort but I know for a fact if you can listen to it and stick to the word of God God will take you to better places but no matter what you do you must never rebel against God verse 7 they spoke to all the congregation. Verse 8, the Bible said, They said, If the Lord delights in us, then He will bring us into this land and give it to us, a land which flows with milk and honey. Verse 9, Only do not rebel against God. Do not say, Listen, sometimes rebelling against god means going against the instructions of moses because the instructions of moses are the word of god do you understand many of you will say i've never rebelled against god but you rebel against the instructions of your father you rebel against the instructions of your leader be careful nobody must miss this service that is when you decide oh i was caught up in something nobody should be left out in this hey people god has not changed though sometimes rebelling against god is going against the instructions of your father of your leader because everything that spiritual leaders will tell you are things that god himself is saying I'm not talking about carnal men. I'm talking about spiritual men. Be part of this. Do this. Stay away from that. Stay focused. These things are instructions spoken through a man to you by God. Joshua said, Please, all we ask, do not rebel against God. 
do not rebel against God. Do not rebel against God. But what the people were actually doing was they were frustrating the instructions of Moses. But Joshua said, do not rebel against God because the words of Moses was the word of God. Do you understand? Be here. Join the prayers. Do this. Stay away from that. Listen, you must do it. You must do do not rebel against God nor fear the people of the land. Sometimes people are rebelling out of their fear. They are afraid that when they follow your instructions, they might go through some challenges. They might see death. They might lose some things. They might lose some connections. They might lose some phone calls. And so they decide to abuse that, that instruction. But by doing so, you are rebelling against God. So there are rebels in the camp of God. There are rebels in the camp of God. And I say this again. There are rebels in the camp of God. Now, I have heard so many stories about, so many preachings about rebellion. And many a times the men of God talk about them. And they talk about how you shouldn't do anything against them. That is not what I'm teaching here. I'm not here to teach a personal message. I'm not here to teach a personal message. Or to teach you something that will make you listen to me as a man. But I'm teaching you that which you must do. That you wouldn't rebel against God. I've heard so many stories about rebellion. A man told me personally. The highest form of rebellion. Is for you not to answer the phone call. Of your spiritual father. Who told you? For what reason? You have no idea why I couldn't answer that phone call. Who knows? Maybe I was in an accident. Maybe I was on a motorbike. I couldn't answer the call. I had to get off before I could answer. And the man tells me the highest form of rebellion is for you to answer, sorry, not answer the phone call of your spiritual father. This is not true. There are so many statements and stories and, and preachings about, about, about rebellion that has nothing to do with God. That is not what I'm teaching here, please. That is not what I'm teaching you. When God speaks through a man and you abuse that instruction, you have rebelled against God. That is what it means. And he said, Their protection has departed from them and the Lord is with us. Do not fear them. Verse 10. And all the congregation said, Stone them, stone them, kill them, kill Joshua and Caleb. Why? Because they are telling us the mind of God. Sometimes people will persecute you because you are the one doing the right thing. You are the one saying the right things. They will persecute you. They would want to kill you. They would want to stone you. They would want to insult you. But never depart from the truth. Never depart. Never depart from the truth. Do not join the rebels in the camp of God. have no idea rebels in the camp of god and god doesn't take rebellion lightly listen to this verse 11 and the lord said to moses how long would these people reject me the people were speaking against moses but god said how long would these people reject me the people were speaking were speaking against the prophets but god responded and said how long would these people reject me the people were insulting the prophets and god said how long will these people reject me 
you know what you are playing with? How long would they not believe me? With all the signs which I have performed among them. You see, this was the very first time God was carrying a great nation, his, his, whole, his, sorry, his own nation from Egypt. And see the signs he did. That was the beginning of the church. It was only a shadow of the church to come. And the salvation to come. And God delivered the people of Israel and did great signs. And yet the people still rebelled against God. That is why today there are no great signs in the world today. Have you ever heard any stories of anybody that God used to part the Red Seas? Apart from Moses and the few men who were able to part the rivers? Nobody has been able to part the Red Sea since the days of Moses. Why? Because God originally did great signs at the beginning of the church so that the people by seeing the great signs might believe in God. But God realized that no matter what he did, no matter how wondrous his signs would be, the people were never going to believe him. These days, God will never do a sign before you believe him. He wants you to believe him before he could do a sign. Yes, because he did that with the people of Israel and they still rebelled. Do you understand? These days you must learn to believe in God first before he's able or he, he would willingly do signs for you. Very few times will God do signs in your life before you decide to believe him. Hmm. How long after all these signs are performed among them? Verse 12. I will strike them with pestilence and disinherit them. Hey. Sometimes you think you are only insulting your man of God. You think you're only ignoring your man of God. You think you're only ignoring your prophet, your apostle, your evangelist. You don't know you are rebelling against God. There are people who work with me. I will give them strict instructions. Do this. Let us do this. They willingly disobey. They don't even care. Hmm. The Lord said, I will strike them. Moses had no say in this. Hope. God said, I will strike them with pestilence. And disinherit them. And I will make you a nation greater and mightier than they. Verse 13. And Moses said to, to the Lord. Then the Egyptians will hear it. For by your mind you brought these people out. Verse 14. And they will tell it to the inhabitants of the land. They have heard that you Lord are among these people. That you Lord are seen face to face. And your cloud stands above them. And you go before them in a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of cloud. And, and a pillar of fire by night verse 15 now if these people are killed by you as one man then the nations which have heard of your fame will speak singing because the lord was not able see the kind of prayer moses is praying for the people god said i will strike them moses says if you strike them god they will say you are not able to do this you are not able to fulfill your promise and there is nothing like god is not able in this life there is nothing like god is not able in this life there is nothing like god is incapable in this life and the very moment moses said god if you do this the nations will say you are unable god god became quiet Moses started praying. The Lord is long-suffering. 
the Lord has abundance of mercy. The Lord is forgiven. He forgives iniquity. He forgives transgression. Lord, forgive these people. There is no true man of God who will curse you from his own lips. Any man of God who openly curses people has a problem. No true man of God will curse anybody. No. The people rebelled against God and Moses said, Father, forgive their transgression. Forgive their iniquity. If you have men of God in your life, you hear them cursing people. If you did this against me, you will struggle. If you did this against me, you will suffer. If you did this against me and my wife, you will not do well in this life. That man of God has a problem. Listen to me. I will advise you, do not serve under them. If you have the chance, never serve under any man of God who will curse you for doing wrong. Hmm. Then the Lord said, I have pardoned according to your word. What word is your man of God releasing on your behalf? What word is your man of God giving on your behalf? What word, what prayer is your man of God praying on your behalf? Listen, you must never be under anybody who will not pray for you. Some of you, every day, you have another man of God you are speaking to. Every day, you have another man of God you are talking to. Every day, you have a man of God you are discussing your issue with. Do those people pray for you? I say these things every day and yet the people of God will never listen to me. There are people who are under curses today not because of demonic attacks but because of prophets of God. They willingly curse them and the curse is hanging over them. Okay. Verse 22. Because all these men who have seen my glory and the signs which I did in Egypt and in the wilderness have put me to a test these ten times you must never test God you must never test God God says go you go God says move you move God says wait you wait you must never test God who are you to test God God said because these people have tested me they certainly shall not see the land of which I swore to their fathers I will not give them the promises I will not give them the blessings I will not give them my rest I will not give them anything good anymore because they have tested me but as for my servant Caleb you must always be the difference listen all the people are saying no you must always be the difference all the people are disregarding the word of the man of God you must always be the difference all the people are taking the man of God for granted you must always be the difference I always say this if I have ten shepherds and nine of them are disobedient and I have just one who is obedient I am okay I am glad I can work with them I can never work with anybody who is disobedient I can never work with anybody who is ignorant I can never work with anybody who works because or based on emotions you think you are not in the mood you not mind you think you are not feeling well you not mind you think you are not 
at peace now you do it as you want i cannot work with you because even god cannot work with you god said because these people have tested me i will see to it that they do not get these promises i have made to them but what i will do is i will release these blessings to their sons and daughters and no no more to them i've worked with so many people i've worked with disobedient people i've worked with ignorant people i've worked with abusive people i've worked with lazy people i've worked with different kinds of people and by the grace of god i believe i am a very patient man but listen even the patience of god has a limit god said because these people have done this because these people have done this I will no longer give them their who told you when God promises you it will surely come to pass <laughs> people who told you have you read the Bible or is your Bible not saying the same thing they certainly shall not see the land of which I swore to them by their father I, they will not see it they will not those of you who are hiding under the promises of God and, diso- and, and, and being disobedient being rebellious being ignorant of things taking things for granted listen cut off your wings now is not the time to fly the Bible said they shall mount up with wings like eagle these wings you have these are not the wings of the eagle people you must be humble you must calm down you must be respectful you must be obedient it is not an option it is a must it is a command you must be but as for my servant Caleb I will kill everybody but I will leave Caleb and Joshua Verse 25. Now the Amalekites and the, and the Canaanites dwell in the valley tomorrow. Sorry, dwell in the valley tomorrow. Turn and move out into the wilderness. Tomorrow, turn back. You see, the people had gone to the border of the promised land. This is why it took them 40 years wandering in the wilderness. The journey from Egypt to the wilderness was only 11 days. But it took them 40 years. And this is why. When they got there, after a few months, after about two or three months, because they were about two million people traveling, two to three million people, sorry, million people traveling. And so, of course, when you are traveling in such great numbers, you can't get there at the estimated time. So they got there in months. And when they got there, they went to spy the land in 40 days and they disobeyed God. They were disloyal. They were rebellious. And God said, Turn back. I will make you wander for 40, 40 years and I will kill all of you. Hey. Hmm. I will kill all of you. Every single one. I will kill all of you. But as for Joshua and Caleb, 
I will leave them alive. But every single person will die. Two million people. Do you know God? Two million. More than two million people. He killed every single one and left just two people. Do you still believe there is strength in numbers? People, do not hide under the mercy of God and misbehave. Do not hide under the mercy of God and be, be disobedient. Do not hide under the mercy of God and be ignorant of the instructions of your leaders. Listen, these are things you need to learn if you are going to work with leaders, especially men of God. You must learn these things. Moses prayed and yet God killed them. Moses interceded and yet God killed them. Listen, it is not about Moses. It is about God. Verse 26, the Bible said, And the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, How long shall I bear with this evil congregation who complain against me? There is something about me. That's probably only Elsie knows. Listen, I don't know why, but this is my nature. One thing about me is I do not like complaints at all. I do not like complaints. My heart cannot take it. And I don't know why God made me so. But now I know that even God himself, he hates complaints by heart. God said, how long shall I bear with this evil congregation who complain against me? Hey, why do you complain against God? God, why did you do this to me? God, why did you bring me here? God, listen. No matter what you do, do not complain against God. Oh. Do not complain against God. God hates complaints by heart. He said, I have heard the complaints which the children of Israel make against me. Verse 28, say to them, as I live, saith the Lord, just as you have spoken in my hearing, so will I do to you, just as you said, why didn't you kill us in the wilderness? He said, so will I do it. Just as you said, why didn't you take us to, to Egypt? So will I do it. God hates complaints. Oh me, it's not my fault. It's not my fault. This, this man of God, leave them. This man of God, this, this man of God, leave them. Listen, if that man of God is a spiritual man, then be careful. Because if what he said was spiritual, then your rebellion is not against the man, but against God. This rebellion is not against a man, but against God. When we teach you these things, we do not teach you these things so that your man of God will have any upper hand over you, but so that you will not fall in the wrath of God. Are we together? Verse 29, God said, The carcasses of you who have complained against me, why does God keep repeating the word complain he keeps on repeating the word complain he keeps on repeating the word complain he said the carcasses of you who have complained against me not those who cried not those who were worried not those who were disturbed not those who were afraid god hates complaints much more than all of these things hmm. the carcasses of you who have complained against me shall fall in this wilderness all of you who were numbered according to your entire number from 20 years old and above 
The carcasses of you who have complained against me. Your entire number, except for Caleb and Joshua, you shall by no means enter the land which I swore and would make you dwell in. But your little ones, as for you, those of you who complain, I will kill you. Some of you, you gather. Some of you, you gather. What Papa is doing there, I don't understand. Crowd. What uh, Papa's wife is doing there, I don't understand. Crowd. What this person is doing here. People who are above you spiritually, you gather, you speak against them, talk against them. Hmm. You have no idea what you are doing. But your little ones whom you said would be victims, I will bring in and they shall know the land which you have despised. Verse 32, but as for you, God repeats again and says, your carcasses shall fall in this wilderness and your sons shall be shepherds in the wilderness 40 years and bear the brunt. They will bear the brunt, they will bear the burden, they will bear the pressure, they will bear your complaints, they will bear your infidelity, they will bear your complaints until your carcasses are consumed in the wilderness. Verse 34, according to the number of days in which you spy out the land, 40 days, for each day you shall bear your guilt one year, namely 40 years, because you complain against me 40 days, each day will be a year of delay unto you have every day you complain against God becomes a year because you think you are only insulting a man of God you think you are only insulting a prophet you think you are only insulting the prophet's wife you think you are only insulting the anointed ones but little did you know you were complaining against God and, and ridiculing the word of God little did you know you were rebelling against God and God is de- and God is saying each day that you complain against me each day that you speak against my anointed each day that you speak against my people will be multiplied unto you a year five days shall be five years 17 days shall be 17 years 50 days shall be 50 years and that is why many of you have still never seen the glory of God in your lives because you insult us every day you insult the people around us every day you insult the men of God every day many of you have gotten familiar with the men of God and you think you know them you can talk about them anyhow you can talk to them any anyhow you can speak to them anyhow because after all they are only men who are anointed who told you they are only men who are anointed the difference is the anointing the difference is the calling be careful how you talk about your man of God be careful how you deal with the word of God that 
comes through your man of God. Many of the challenges in the church today are as a result of the rebels in the camp of God. Many of us are so disobedient. Many of us are so disloyal. Many of us do not give a hoot about the people we are serving under. We act anyhow. We act anyhow. We speak anyhow. We choose to reply messages when we want to do it. We choose to respond to instructions when we want to do it. We choose to do things when we want to do it. Be careful. These things you are doing, it is better you stay away from the man of God than to stay under the man of God and, 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 and ridicule the spirit of that man of God. These things go a long way to affect you a day for a year, a day for a year, a day for a year. But I pray over your life that even as I am speaking to you, you will have the spirit to receive the word of wisdom that you shall become wise it is written my son chase after wisdom my son do not forsake understanding in all your findings you must search for understanding do not think you know better do not think you are better do not think you are wiser do not think you are smarter I came to give you an instruction from God most high you must never have Speak against any man of God anyhow. You must never have. Speak against any prophet, any apostle, any evangelist, any teacher, any pastor, anyhow. If you have nothing to say, it is better you shut up. The Bible said, and Caleb shut up the people, and Caleb quieted the people. It is important that you keep quiet than to speak against them. Listen, you have no idea what you are doing, but I pray that my God will show you mercy as you have opened up your heart to receive the word of God. This is the word of God. You can take it or leave it. But what I would do one day is to boldly tell God, Lord, I spoke to the rebels in your camp and yet they chose to abuse and undermine your word. I lose the bread. Unto you, a trumpet has been released. And the Bible says, Sound the trumpet, O ye son of man, that anybody that hears the trumpet, might know that the enemy is coming up, and he that decides to listen to the sound of the trumpet might save his life and might save his soul. But he that decides to abuse the sound of the trumpet, his own blood shall be upon their own heads. As you hear me speak up, that is the sound of the trumpet. As you hear me speak up, that is the sound of the trumpet. You can take it or leave it up. You can listen to it or forget about it. You can do whatever you want to do with it. But at the end of the day, your blood will not be on me. Your, your temptation will not be on me. Your falling will not be on me. The things you go through, your difficulties will not be on me. May, may it be far from me that I will be held responsible for the negative things you go through because I sounded the trumpet as you develop the 
worship her. Am I speaking to somebody? I know her. The people wouldn't like the message, but I didn't come to give you what you like. If I wanted to give you what you like, I would have brought you a song of black sheriff because that is what you want. But I didn't come to give you what you want. I didn't come to give you what you like. I came to give you the word of God. Am I speaking to somebody? There are too many rebels in the camp of God today. We transgress the word of God. We transgress the instructions of God. We transgress the dealings of God. The things of the spirit. We abuse the anointed people of God. Listen. Refrain. Refrain. Somebody declare. Refrain. Refrain. Stay away from these things. Stay away from these things. I didn't come to massage your ego. I came to break your pride by the power of God. I am able. Any horns of pride that have lifted up in the ministry, that have lifted up in your life, that have been lifted up in your family, I hold it and I break the horns of pride. I break the horns of that pride in the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible says a pride comes before a fall. If you keep on falling in life, it is as a result of your pride. But I pray, may the Lord run aground your pride. May the Lord run aground your pride. In the name of Jesus, I pray that there shall be love in this ministry. I am speaking to those who are taking the people you are working with for granted. Listen, when we give you works to do, you better do it well because there is a reward in every single thing you are doing. Do not transgress the word of God. And you must learn to work in love with the people you are working with. Hear me, shepherds. Hear me, people of prayer life. Never hold in your heart anything against any member. Anything against any member. Anything against any pastor. Anything against any shepherd. I am tired of the nonsense going around and God is tired of the nonsense going on. And the spirit of God is tired of the nonsense going wrong. That the people are fighting each other. The people do not have one heart. The people do not have one spirit. The people do not have one mind. You are the reason. We are not moving at the speed. We are supposed to move. Because you are carrying the burdens of pain. The burdens of hurt. The burdens of transgression. The burdens of disappointment. The burdens of anything that is not of the Lord. My God. Am I preaching to somebody? Somebody shout, I will love you. 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 There is nothing that is stronger than the bond of love, the bond of unity, the bond of oneness, of oneness. Even God is three in one. How come the people 
are not one when we are serving a one God now I want you to mention somebody's name see their names recognize their names on the platform and mention their names and say I will love you say Prissy I will love you say Esther I will love you say Sarah I will love you let go of that of that hurt let go of that pain let go of that thing that discomfort that pain in your heart let it go mention somebody's name say I will love you say I will love you we are not two people we are one we are not different people we are the same do not be a rebel in the camp of God this is the shift of God this is the move of God this is the power of God mention somebody's name and say I will love you 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 the things that concern another person concern you to have the thing that concerns that lady have concerns you to have the thing that concerns you have concerns that lady to have mention somebody's name say I will love you mention somebody's name say I will love you let love rule let love reign make sure you have mentioned everybody his name but do separate mention everybody's name let go to papa do not just pick a couple of names I want you to mention everybody's name and say I will love you 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 we are one as the people of God we are one as prayer life there are too many rebels in the camp of God this is the instruction of God let go of that pain let go of that disappointment we are one we are prayer life we are one we are prayer life we are one we are prayer life le parados ma parados le corados zadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabad
any grievances up, let it go up. 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 Come on, let your heart heal up. Let your mind heal up. Let your heart heal up. Let your mind heal up. Am I speaking up to somebody? Melodoship, do not be a rebel up in the camp of God. You might as well leave us up because we cannot tolerate rebels amongst us anymore. We cannot tolerate rebels with us anymore. You cannot tolerate rebels in our camp anymore. Let this camp be chosen, be holy, be consecrated for the purposes of God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's shut up. My God, Zedadash, Litota, Masubra Dibra Diva, Lekatash, Lesopra, Rekadosh, Mekedabosh, Lekatatapa, Lekwaradosh, Madovadabosh, Lekatapa, Rakadosh, Lekatatapa, Lekadabah. Now I want you to pray. Now I want you to pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Say, God, let there be love. Say, God, let there be love. Say, God, let there be love. Are you praying? I want to see a yes. My God. My God. Let them be loved. Let them be loved. Let them be loved. Let them be loved. My God, generous. Let love rule. Let love rule. Let love rule. Let love rule. And I speak over your life that you will not be a rebel in the camp of God. God bless you so much. I bless you with the blessings of God. Listen to me. In in here, in your heart, in your room, in your family, in your workplace. Let love rule and do not be a rebel in the camp of God. God bless you so much. And my name is Vincent Chamatin. See you. Bye-bye.